Let's go down to ringside. The following podcast is scheduled for one episode and is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. Wrestling fans, and welcome to a very special OVP live Q&A. I am Joe Murata. That is Michael Quinn. How you doing, Michael? Howdy, diddy. Well, it's very nice, Quinn, to be on vacation here, here on the beach. Oh, right, the beach. We're it's, on the beach right now. It looks so beachy. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys for joining us here, and it is Monday, October the 21st. Last season, if you missed it, was our episode number 150, our three-year anniversary and Quinn and I decided to celebrate by taking a week off here. Right. So uh, we're doing have, a podcast. By doing a podcast on, on about it. Off, but yes. <laughs> and we have a live QA that we're doing right now with all of our wonderful fans that have decided to join us. So they're all in the room. They're all I'm in the room looking, with us right they're here. They're all there. They have purchased their tickets. Right. They have their voucher for the salad bar. Oh, right. All the voucher winners. You this need season. that. The chickpeas, they're getting yeah. soggy. I always like the croutons in a salad bar. They're I always like, like the croutons. But they're usually like better. Have you ever noticed that they're better in a salad bar? I for think it's whatever. perception because you're Maybe. out. Foreign croutons. Foreign. They're not coming from the bag. Les croutons. Yeah. Have you ever just eaten croutons straight up as a oh, snack? Oh, definitely. And bacos. Like, wait, 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 wait. When I was a kid, I used to just eat bacos. Like, no Shut kidding. Up. No, you didn't. I'm not kidding. As a snack? Oh, 100%. Like the way- it's like... I mean, you can't get your mom to, like, just make bacon randomly for you at, like, 9 o'clock at night. Can't get your wife to do that either. And you want bacon. The closest thing you got is bacos. I, guess, I don't know if it's close. Maybe those begging bits that the doggies used to eat. Smoky bacon, meaty bacon, tasty bacon! No, well, bacos are bacon bits, aren't they? Well, they're not they're the same as the dog bacon. kind. They're not real bacon, bacos. Remember the dog ones that, like, actually look like bacon? You yeah, know, I remember. You know what I'm talking about? Bacon. Yeah, begging strips. We get used to give that to my dog. Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> little Mandy. Little anyway, Mandy. Uh, folks, if you want to f- follow Quinn and I and talk about little Mandy, uh, you can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at OVP Podcast. We also have individual Twitter handles if you want to check those out. And you can get mine at the underscore Joe underscore Murata, M-A-R-O-T-T-A on Twitter. And Quinn, what's yours? At SilentQ15. It's been that way for a million years. As long as I've known you. I'm not so silent anymore. No, you're not. Yeah. Uh, so you can follow us on Twitter there for more retro wrestling goodness. People like our Twitter account because of all the live, not live, all the wrestling videos that so we post on there. Live Twitter account. So live. Yeah. Uh, but you can also go to our Facebook group, which we do a whole spiel about it. We won't hear. If you like talking about retro wrestling mm-hmm. and some current stuff. I like those things. I do too. But you don't want to get yelled at for your opinion. I like when that doesn't happen. We have a haven for you. It's uh, Facebook.com slash haven. You like that? Yeah. Oh, there you, you did it this time. I did it this time. Wow. We're on vacation. We're, I'm we're, drunk. No, no, really. And we're doing it live also. We're, we're live, pal. Okay. Uh, but you can go to our Facebook group. Just search our vantage point. Retro Wrestling Podcast Discussion Group. Bing, bang, boom. Series of tubes. Gore, kaflui. Look at that. And we let you in. In the Thank last you, three years, you've learned the, the, my script. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess I can leave now. Goodbye. No, you stay here. You got. We got to talk more about Bacos. Oh, right. Bacos. Whatever you used to eat. And all my children. Pretty good show. Yeah, it is. Uh, and you can also email us at ovppodcast at gmail.com. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. So next week, we're going to come back with episode number 151. It's a brand new season. 
what I'm really excited for, and I know a lot of people have actually said this, I'm not using hyperbole, mm-hmm. they're really excited for the royal rankings and royal flush of entrance music. That is exciting, because you know why? You why? To also hear the music. You're going to hear the music as we Th- talk about it. That's kind of my favorite part. It's yeah. stupid, but I... I Finishers think- was tough. Finishers Quinn, was tough. Because we had to talk about something that's visual. we got to describe a move. Yeah, on, it's in harder. In audio format. Great choice, Joe. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> but Good stuff. this time around, we're going to be doing music. So, at any rate, like I mentioned, folks, we're doing a live Q&A here on the beach. We're right. on the beach. Very beachy. Look at us on the beach. Lounging around. Flip-flops. Definitely. Flopping and flipping. Like when Sid had the flip-flops. Like PWG. What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you would cheat them and all that? Yeah, definitely. Remember what they did at SummerSlam 96, the free-for-all? For like three weeks, Todd Pettengill's like, Oh, it's going to be great. We're going to have a beach party. And it's just like it backstage. Like pool. It's horrible. Like Stephanie Wine was there or something. I don't remember. Kitty Pule. No, was, Ste- uh, Sunny. Sunny, sorry. And there was a turd. Better than Stephanie Wine. Much. And oh, there was- yes. There was poo in it. <laughs> I remember. The plumber got it. Thank God he was employed there at the time. Was Steel Hopper even wrestling when that happened? Oh, yeah. He was pretty new, actually. Yeah. All right. So we have some questions here. We got answers. So the first one, Quinn, is from Rick K. You remember him? Rick K? Yeah, Rick K. Rick K. Rikishi. Okay. So what Rikishi wants to know here is what's your favorite worst gimmick? Hmm. What's a worst gimmick? When I first heard this question, actually, in the chat, I was thinking, like, my favorite gimmick, I guess, that didn't work out. That's what I think of when it's worst, right? And, I, al- and I think I always say, like, Whale and Mercy, right? Oh! Like, but he's that, not bad, though. He's not bad, but it's it didn't work out, right? It's not, like, good. It's, like, a job no. or whatever. And lives weren't in his hands. No. So he didn't even keep that promise. I always had a soft spot for Aldo Montoya, Portuguese man of war. Why? Because your dad thought it was funny? Because my dad thought it was funny. Yeah, so I did too. Right, right, right. Will and Mercy is a great gimmick though, in my opinion. Oh, What's, definitely. What do most people, you know, concede is a bad gimmick? Uh, the goon, but I don't think it was very good. The goon? I thought he had real skates on. Other, otherwise, it, bit, huh? I don't really remember much about it. Uh, Teal Hopper Did he wrestle stunk. like once on Superstars? I, I, more than once. I feel like it wasn't that often. No, he he wrestled more, and then he had like worse hair later or something. It's real. Hmm. Uh, what's a bad gimmick? I'm trying to think of you know bad a, gimmicks you know that I a, like. A really funny one. What that it just always was funny was just Mantar in general. The whole run horrible. Like though. from like the beginning when he had the thing on his head to like when he got later demoted when he was didn't. just like a fat guy with like. <laughs> Grease? I don't know. He had like Fur? bells on him or something. <laughs> what, do you, I, what do you mean? Do you ever notice that like he had like these like metal things on his fat outfit and like it, they looked like bells? And I always what thought, do you mean? I always thought it was like, like um like sleigh bells, like little circular bells, oh, there, this, but they were very tiny. Hear those sleigh bells ringling, ding ding ding. Christmassy character. Santa Claus is a great bad character. Yeah, I like <laughs> Santa Claus because it's balls Mahoney with a black. Beard and black pants playing <laughs> Santa Claus. The fact that, that he one's actually good. wrestled on Raw like the next day is one time yeah. as Santa Claus. Now, do you think Doink is a bad? You know, Doink's good, right? No, Doink is. Yeah, I mean, he started good. Like he started as yeah. like a serious character, right? I mean, Teal Hopper as serious one as a guy in like, clown makeup can be. Yes, Teal Hopper's one that's like really poor, but you know, how could you hate it? Right? It's it's a plumber. And Tony Anthony, how could you hate him? Well, I don't. Yeah, I can't hate. He's him. great. What about all the WCW jobbers? Those are some really good. Like the Gambler is terrible, but it's amazing. It's so good. Uh, the, the Glacier. You got to admire Ray Lloyd for that one. For the, gla- yeah, the Glacier there, do. it was so terrible. But looking back, 
I the think, guy played it, man. I think, Joe, my favorite part about Glacier, to be honest with you, yeah. is, like, what surrounded Glacier, that there was, like, exclusive characters that he fought. Yeah, Mortis. And those people didn't fight anybody else. And Mainly Rath, Mortis. Rath, and then sometimes and Rath. James Vanderbeek. James Vandenberg. Which one was it? James Vanderbeek is on Dawson's Creek, oh, okay. wasn't he? Sorry, wrong Vander. Or is <laughs> that Vander? Uh, or as uh, Johnny V would say, Dawson's Crick. Right. Yeah. Oh, yes, he definitely would say that. Dawson's Crick. There's some more questions here, though. Let's keep okay. them rolling here. Uh, good. Bring them out of the, the Christmas presents. <laughs> so, I feel like we're going under the tree here. Is that these. what we're doing? We're doing yeah. a Christmas presents here? Yeah. All right. So the other Christmas one. Episode. This one's from Richard Land. Okay, Richie. Favorite. Of course, he has to use the U in favorite. Favorite. Why did they spell it different? Be efficient, guys. Okay. Uh, Wrestling, video game, or games growing up. Oh, man. There was a lot. Give me one of yours, Michael. So, I mean, definitely WCW versus NWO. Was that the one? The the second N64 one. Revenge was the second. That one's amazing. that one was really, the really THQ good. The engine, yeah, right? But it's yeah. the most customizable version. Well, that would definitely be No Mercy. But I'm saying WCW-wise. Right, WCW-wise. The, the Revenge was like the top WCW. It was awesome. One. Yeah. That like, game was awesome. Is that the one that also like I frequently see the gif now of like, remember they had like backstage scenes and there's this really stupid looking one where just Hogan is like pointing and Scott Steiner's like cackling. Like, I'm sure that wasn't real life. Well, I mean, it's in the game. I just I just forgot how I don't know, stupid Quinn. it was. I don't remember. What what were uh like I had plenty, but do you have one that stood out to you? Revenge, but I didn't own it. I played it with I don't know, one step brother or someone. You know what I mean? How there's oh, fake people did, in your childhood. A, uh, didn't have a uh, N64, right? I didn't have 64. I PlayStation you had at the PlayStation. Time. But I was very, very big on WWF Raw for Super Nintendo. Oh yeah. And I Royal mean, Rumble. Definitely. I mean I that, one, loved that those. one was big. Here's the thing about that. At the time, mm-hmm. that was great. But then they yeah. made way better wrestling games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember playing those games, like, because those were, like, kind of the first wrestling games I played. And I remember thinking, like, wow, this could be so much better, like, as I was playing <laughs> it. Like, I'm not kidding. Nine-year-old like, Quinn is thinking right. that. And then when the N64 ones came oh, out, gosh. because I probably was really stupid as a kid, and I didn't think, like... Oh, Nintendo will always be the best. So I asked for an N64. So that's what I got first. Still a good system. Right. So but, PlayStation beat it. Right. But when the wrestling games came out for it, I was like, holy. Well, here. because on PlayStation, I mean, you had WCW versus the world, but that wasn't very good. No, but that was also the same engine on PlayStation. THQs, yeah. But WCW Nitro was crap. Right. And WWF with their freaking do a Hadouken to do a punch. Oh, God. On Attitude and Warzone. Okay, yeah. I, 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 think I, I don't know if I've told this story before. Oh, I want to know. But the, how I, like, reserved, the, not the, the sequel to uh, Warzone Attitude. Attitude. No, everyone res- reserved it. Are you so, kidding me? I think I, mean, I did. This was in the days before, like, release dates were, like, set in stone. So you would just, like, you would just yes! go and you'd be, you'd, you'd read yeah. about it in EGM and you'd be like, okay, I want that. It but kept I don't, getting pushback, right? And I remember that. Yeah, it like I remember calling them like every day after school. Like, did you in the early days of like me getting to stay home by myself after school? Sure. And I remember like literally like, hey, do you guys have a uh, attitude yet? No. Like for months. Did you reserve it from EB Games? I did. So did I. And I didn't know you yet. This is months before Quinn and I met. Right. Summer of ninety nine. Wow, was that late, huh? Yeah. Oh wow. Because Warzone came out in ninety eight, even though it's. Bret Hart is in it. I feel like that was more 1998 attitude, just because it's called attitude. What well, was I, made? It was probably made in 98. I bet you it was supposed to come out in 1998. Seriously, too. right? Yeah. But those games stunk. I did like. I saw someone say it in the chat here. 
I love WrestleFest, but I barely played it as a kid in the arcade. So, I played yeah, it on MAME and I emulation. Played it sometimes in the, I played it a couple times ever in an arcade. Right. Um, but honestly, definitely, that was like an early emulation game that is like, oh, yeah. MAME, you played on MAME. Oh, I was blown away when I was playing it on MAME when I was like 15, 16 years old. Did you like MAME old? in general? Because yes. I used to spend so many nights going through like old like beat em ups and shoot em ups and just kind of like hell yeah because you had infinite tokens like so i was just like this is awesome i loved playing all the final fights or final fight on there i played um a bunch of different games i, on I there. remember metal slug because it was metal like contra slug. and they were making new ones and you could just get them when they came out i right. remember that yeah yeah yeah. Joe Merkel said at one point here, I just want to acknowledge this. Mm-hmm. Joe Merkel said that Teal Hopper was actually really good when he was Dirty White Boy. Oh, that's yeah, true. Absolutely, Joe. 100%. Tony Anthony, when he's in either Smoky Mountain or Continental or anywhere that's not WWF, he's really good. When he was a plumber. No, he, not good. Dice. Uh, Jose Corona wants to know, who in pro wrestling, if given a chance, would you throw off a scaffold like New Jack did to Vic Grimes? No one. I don't like, I'm Meaning not, like I don't like them as like a heel? Like, yeah, or would I physically throw them off? I don't understand. I don't want to well, hurt anyone. Is it, is it just the choice of, like, it's basically which wrestler do you hate the most? So I would definitely, you know, Dino Bravo, obviously. Right? Do you really? I is he really your least favorite? I can't stand him, Joe. He's a heel. The problem is, it's like, it's not... He's a bad okay, guy. so here's the thing... He's with, not a good guy. Here's the thing with Dino Bravo Except that I was, I've been trying to explain for weeks now when you keep doing this, like, oh, he's like Honky Tonk Man. It's not just the, like... Ha- it's not like the character, Joe. It's like he's literally boring. Like, and I don't know why. Like, do you really think he aimed to be boring his yes. whole career just to like piss when he was a heel? Off? Yes. <sighs> if his jo- if his job is to be hated and make people want to see him lose, then mm-hmm. yay. I guess. <laughs> Didn't Randy Orn do that same thing? In like when he was a heel, and we all were like, "Oh, he's so boring." He clearly was doing it but on he purpose. Was, like, also arrogant too. when like, he used the Garvin stomp. You don't think he knew what he was doing? Call back, Joe. <laughs> they used to say, like, Beverly Chair was like, oh, retro, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, he'd be like, oh, shades of uh, Rugged Ronnie Trash Garden. You know what I mean? Ants Rug- of Trash. Rugged Ronnie Vegetable Garden. Yeah. Anyway, Joe Mur- uh no, Joe Maurer, 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 Joe Murata. That'd be oh, me. that's you. <laughs> no. Are you on this chat, Joe? Joe M- Maurer wants to know, do you think Bash at the Beach 95... <laughs> this is a great what? question. Which is the one on the beach? Remember, Quinn? That's the actual Baywatch Bash at the Beach. Okay, right. The whole event. Is the Plan 9 from Outer <laughs> Space of wrestling pay-per-views? Hmm. No, it's not that bad. I, I, I mean, there's a lot of bad ones. That I mean, that one's bad, but... By Plan 9, you mean just cheesy? Because it's like any, made. anything with Bella like... Bella Lugosi is dead in it or whatever? Like a set that like has a theme. It's like every Halloween Havoc ever is like Plan nine from outer space up to like 98 or whenever they cared about it 98 is the one with hogan burning his mustache off or whatever he lies about i love that <laughs> halloween havoc always like you can tell they always scheduled the dumbest shit for it like purposefully well isn't that the one where chucky yelled at rick steiner there's been or something monster trucks on it making like, faces at cobo hall yeah it's ridiculous like just go look through the history of it like even the years when it was like considered just like the October pay per view and normal, which was like, rare, but they yeah, still would always somehow find a way to squeeze something like just really fucking lame in there, like just like so cheesy, like it's like Plan Nine, <laughs> like so that's why I personally think Halloween Havoc is definitely the Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yeah, I don't know pay per view yearly p- Plan Nine. I don't know about Bash at the Beach because. 
I liked the fact that it was on an actual beach. I'm not going to lie. It was cool. I was nine, but I still liked it. Do you, have you ever seen like 94 or 93? I forget the one. The yeah. one where like Johnny Me Bad is like, he's still weird. I don't know what he's supposed to 93 be. 93 probably then. And he's like hanging out with girls and there's a swimsuit contest. I've seen know. 93. No, 93 is not. A, that's Beach Blast. Right. So it must be 94. That's the one where Hogan fought Flair. Oh, right. Which is 94. But that was like the rematch, right? Or no, the, it was the, the first the, match. Oh, that was the first one. Interesting. The rematch was Halloween Havoc. <sighs> so yeah. anyway, no. WCW pay-per-views, I love them. They, some of them are so bad, and some of them, if like in 94 and some of 95 and 6, are really good. What's the one where like Bobby's like a coach? For like the horseman oh, and then like Mongo with the or at the end or whatever. Great American Bash ninety six, I think. Okay, yeah, that one's pretty funny. That's right at the tail end of that pre NW. Like Scott Hall was it's there during the think, VIP table era yeah, and woman. But they were like, like flushing all that out, like yeah. Finley versus Regal indefinitely. Mullet Regal or Mullet, Mullet Finley, Finley yeah. yeah, with the grease. He had the shield on and on his side. You know, like the Green Ranger or something. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> that was a nice era though. Ooh, this is a Actually, this is a pretty good one. Eric okay. Boyd wants to know, who do you think was a better worker overall? Greg Valentine okay. or Don Morocco? Ooh. They're both really good. Here's the thing. And both underrated. I personally think it's Don Morocco. Well, okay, I personally I, think I like, I'm more entertained by Morocco. I think Greg Valentine definitely had it in the wrestling department, although he's not as great as they say he is, like, right. looking back. But... I think Don Morocco just could talk way better. Like, to be honest with you, and I think that's that meant yes. all the difference. Don Morocco was a better talker. Greg Valentine was a better wrestler. 100%. But Morocco... He like, could hold his own. I mean, he did what he was supposed to be doing. Honestly, like, he always wrestled like a lazy asshole, like, on purpose, right? I mean, that was like... That, <laughs> yeah, until he was a face. Right, and when he was a face, though, I... Remember how I was saying I was, like, surprised with those, like, WrestleMania 4 matches with him? I was like, why is he, like, pretty exciting to watch like to be honest with you like <laughs> yeah it's like when he's not all fat and lazy <laughs> he's not bad like yeah he's not that horrible uh so i guess to answer that question are you i'm voting donald but better worker over worker mm-hmm. worker encompasses everything that a wrestler is supposed to do right don morocco but valentine is really really good and i dare i say underrated i, I think if that's um, my opinion valentine had an extra 15 minutes in this competition he definitely would have won <laughs> But he just couldn't get warmed up. Right. But he's pretty good, too. Right. Valentine, I mean, you can't judge him by his, like, late 80s WWF run. He I was, agree. He was around a lot earlier than that, and, he, and that Santana feud is good. That's he's good the in the thing, NWA. That's probably the feud of his life. That and Wahoo Piper and Piper. And Piper and Wahoo yeah. in the NWA. So they're both very good, but I'll give this slight edge to Morocco. Sure. Uh, Richard Land wants to know, who is better, Todd or Doc? <sighs> Todd Pettengill or Doc Hendricks? Who's um, better? Well, Todd Pettengill. Todd is better. Doc is like insufferable, like by himself. Like he could like he could hold his own in the shit department. Like Todd, if you leave him alone, he's okay. Like he's not that bad. He can like they it's it, the proof is that they like had him like last a little longer as just regular Todd. Right, right, right. Like, remember he was like remember how he existed simultaneously with Cole for a while and that was weird. For a few months, yeah. They had like two boys right. and it was strange. Here's my thoughts on this. Sure. Todd Pettengill can be, at times, he has higher peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. He can, at times, be much more annoying than Doc, but <laughs> Doc's consistency level, and I'm talking about Doc, not Michael Hayes. Right. Doc, the character, is much higher overall oh, than Todd. I mean, 
Doc just never lets up. It's fucking It is fucking relentless. Well, you come to the gun arena. Like, you know, go- shut- I really hope one day WWE Network like releases all the action zones just so everyone <laughs> no like, no I, no but just so it's proof that Doc is like He's the crap. worst shit ever because it's like both of them next to each other you can judge them side by side they have yeah. their own sides of the freaking desk even like it's it's like a competition of Doc smells like, like cheese but yes <laughs> yeah. well cheese is like cheese yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think Todd's actually. Todd Petty Poop, Toad Petty Poop, as, as Raven used to call him. You know what he's really good at in all seriousness? What? Getting hyped up. Yeah. Uh, being into it. He's he doesn't also, sound like he doesn't care. He's also good at making it seem like relatable to children, as much as I hate to say it. I mean, if you're a kid, he seems cool. He's as a, harmless. As a, as a child, he as seems As a cool. child, not as a teenager. Right. As a teenager, you're like, oh, God. This like, is a, He's yeah. like, you're embarrassing dad right, or something. Yeah. What, in a revolutionary war costume or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone like that. I'm just saying it's possible that right. someone's dad might wear one of those. Can I pick a question out? Uh, I, yeah, but can I just say one note here? Uh-huh. From Rick K. He says, Bash at the Beach 95 was bad. But I was there in Baltimore for Bash 91, and oh, oh my, that sucked. Oh, God. Sorry to hear that, Rick Hay. That's the notorious, is that, is it Great American Bash 91? That's the It's like, Great American Bash 91, yeah. whatever. What's your question, then, Maggie? I like this question. Sure. What's your favorite Flair promo? Who said that? Justin Davis. Justin Davis, okay. Favorite Flair promo? Oh, God, I don't know. Probably something from the NWA. I, I don't have a favorite. Well, I love the one where he goes off about the girls at McDonald's or something. Okay, that's the one that I always like yeah. the best, honestly. The one, it's it's he's making fun of Ricky Morton. Yes, and that's like, right. And he did, did this for a couple weeks, but there's one where he, like, he says something, like, about, like, tiny panties or i don't know i know what, what you mean and, i can't remember the line but it's yes. not it's not the joke that's funny it's the reaction by shivani that's the fun or is it shivani or david crockett one of them with his mustache yeah shivani like literally laughs so hard that he has to like walk, walk off screen like, you right? see him like run away because he's like cracking up like in the middle it's amazing i remember it yeah the other flair stuff that always like i know it's so stupid but like the one, not Ashley. No, no, not no. that right. The one Good. where, like, the one that prompted him to initially take all his clothes off. It was like Bischoff, like, beat him or something at Starcade, and he's like, "Have my watch, have my jacket." Oh, the, the boxers, like, the boxers promo, right? And then he does like the he does the like the elbows, elbows his coat. Yeah, yes, like, I know. Now it's shit. It's shit. It's now, shit. Looking back, because they did it like every week after shit that sandwich, but like the initial one is still fucking awesome. Like, the, the, the initial one is, like, hilarious. Okay, so. I understand. I would say also, WF-wise, mm-hmm. I actually really like his... The one where he loses at WrestleMania 8 to Savage, mm-hmm. and where you have Bobby behind him all distressed and perfect with his coat off, right. and Flair is covered oh, in blood. Mm-hmm. He, that's a really good WWF promo for him. I mean, I just like the one also, I guess, one more here is the... 1992 Rumble Victory promo. Oh, with a tear in my eye. Uh, put put that, that cigarette. Yeah, like, but like, not even just for. It's like I know. it's serious and funny. Like the most coveted trophy. Right. And, yeah. Oh, oh. It's it's one of the rare times too. And I was thinking about this today. This actually leads me to like another thing. Um, I yes. was talking to the guys on the boards today about how I watched that uh, Power Hour or whatever, right? And one of the power things that, the NWA Power or whatever it is, right? Um. 
And the one thing that bugged me while I was watching it, like, it was generally good, but the only thing that bugged me, Joe, was simply, like, that they kept, like, ass, like, saying how good they were. Right. And, like, Flair used to do that, but, like, I guess because it was, like, in his character, I felt that was okay. Mm -hmm. I I do not like when they brag that the company's good and how it relates back to that Flair thing with with the belt or whatever. Right. That's like one of the rare times somebody says that the WF belt is like the best in the world or something. Yeah, honestly, you're like, right. And I it's think very that's what rare. Makes it mean more to me. That's what always stuck out to me. Right, is the importance level. Right, totally agree with you. Yeah, uh, Joe Maurer Mauer from the Minnesota Twins. Joe Mauer. Oh, him. He, yeah, he wanted to clarify when he was asking about Plan Nine. Right. He meant Halloween Havoc 95 with the Yeti. Oh, the Yeti! That is more like a plan nine. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, again, in the tradition of Halloween Havoc, 100%. <laughs> yeah, and can we just ask, I know it's been asked, why was the Yeti a mummy? Like, just plain, point <laughs> well, blank, no jokes around it. What? A- why was the guy a mummy when he was <laughs> called that. the Yeti? There's also the fact that, like, after, like, remember on the Prime, he's the Yeti, but Super he's, giant he's, ninja, he's right? in the giant ninja uniform, and, like, like Dusty is, like, trying to cover, and he's like, why is it dressed like a ninja? <laughs> like, it's like... <laughs> Wait, but why, why is it dressed like a ninja, ninja there? Yeah. Legit question here from Jose Corona. What is your favorite pro wrestling t-shirt design? Hmm. That's I mean, actually really honestly, good. Honestly, personally, I think the NWO shirt is like pretty freaking awesome. It's a classic. Yeah. I think the absolute simplicity of Austin 316. Yeah. I, and these are ones that we always talk about. The, the Macho Man. The, purple. The purple. Macho Man with the glasses, right? right? Yeah. I always liked your Larry Sweeney one that you had. Of yeah, that, that was too. just an imitation one. But I mean, though. again, it's just it's off of a good design. I think Hulk Rules is really simple. And oh, really yeah. Good. Very good. Yellow and red. I think there's only a couple that you can really say like are like all timers and I think it's definitely like there's probably like five of them, right? There's the Hulk rules, the Macho Man, uh DX, just the, the original regular, the DX. original DX yeah, show, Austin three sixteen, NWO and NWO. How, and and all the accompanying NWO like imitators, like the red NWO and all that shit. Roddy Piper's isn't bad. Oh Hot Rod, yeah, that's a great one also. That one's good. Yeah. 80s wise, yeah, those that's about the real top ones for the eighties. Um and 90s. And into we, the 90s, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think there's been a really good, like, iconic shirt since then because they changed their merchandise so quickly now. Yeah, I know. I mean, I remember there was one Cena shirt that was around forever. Hustle, loyalty, respect? Yeah, maybe it's that one. I feel like that slogan, he never even freaking said that till that t-shirt existed. Also, the, like, Nintendo one. That remember? was pretty good, yeah. though. I like that yeah. one. Okay. David Van Antwerp wants to know. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to give you guys some background on Dave Van Antwerp. Yeah. He found us some two and a half years ago. Oh, on this. Like, when we were doing free 1982 reviews, we had just started them on YouTube. Right. And Dave Van Antwerp has been a loyal fan. Mr. YouTube. And he wants to know, Quinn, Mr. YouTube, at this point, is the 1982-83 time period better or worse than you had predicted? For me, it's the same. I want same. you to go first because you know how I feel. It, it, it's the same. I didn't think it'd be great, so it's not. It's not. So it's this. It's not worse. It's not better, though. Personally, um, I feel that it is. It is a lot better than I expected. To be honest, is it really? Me, because I didn't think we would get as attached to the characters as we did by the end of '82. Because I felt like I don't know. Like it's just. I and I think I've said this before. The way that show is structured, 
it really does allow you to fill in the blanks of like what's going on. Like they don't say much. Like they're just like, okay, they're having these matches, but you're like, unlike the NWA where they show backstage stuff even during that period of time, they sure. don't do that. Only that like one no. time with Buddy Rose on the beach. <laughs> and that was from like some Portland package too. Right, yeah. I, I just mean that's like I, I actually enjoy how they let you fill in the blanks. Okay. And I and I do miss that in this day and age, actually. Like after watching it for a while, I was like Man, I really would like if they just left more to the imagination like this, where it's just like, I wonder what they do when they're not wrestling. Instead of hitting you over the head with everything. Right. Yeah. I don't want to see them getting filmed in the back. Filmed. Stage. Yeah. Sorry. Hi. Rick Kay wants to know, what would be your Desert Island matches? Ooh. Uh, how many do you want to pick? Four? Since it's like a Rushmore, maybe? Sure. You want to start, or do you want to alternate? You go for number one. Brett versus Owen WrestleMania 10, without a doubt. Savage versus Steamboat WrestleMania 3. Savage Warrior WrestleMania Seven. I was going to pick that one. Too. Okay, so okay, so we're two. Those are two and two. Okay, two, and two. Um, Brett Austin WrestleMania Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Austin Rock WrestleMania X Seven. One more, right? Yeah. This is hard, actually. Mm. I mean, mm. it's not. It's not life or death, even though it's desert. Clint, Island. It's desert you're, Island. You're left there. You don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Hmm. How about something really long? Because Royal Rumble '92. Oh, that's a really good choice. That'll do it. Oh man. Oh, Warrior Hogan WrestleMania Six. Yeah, yeah. And that's just fun. It It is so epic. It is no, totally is. So there you go. Uh, Justin Davis says. Doc is more annoying than Todd. Yes, he is. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Jose Corona says, Todd should be stabbed with a fork. <laughs> well, Ow, I mean, that hurt there. You can get Sid to do that, right? <laughs> I mean, he has a... Or wait, no, he used He'll safety stab sit, with anything. Safety scissors, yeah, but he right? Squeegee, you Did, name it. Didn't Arn Anderson retort with the fork? Isn't that how that fight worked out? No. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't remember. I don't know I what Iron Anderson. You, maybe Conrad could ask him and I think make money. Iron Anderson was involved somehow. Iron Anderson. Iron Anderson. Eric Boyd is JBL the last heel that people actually hate for real instead of hating people because they don't like their work. Hmm. I don't know. Look at Baron Corbin. Everyone freaking seems to hate him, and he exists now. Just saying. Yeah, but I think that's because they think it's because they don't like his work. Well, that one just feels like intentional. Like to me, that's not a Dino Bravo where he's boring. That's a literally like. He's, he's like actually says he hates wrestling fans like in his promos. Like, don't worry about it. I just mean that like it's more overt. (laughs) Justin Davis has a follow up question. What's your favorite flare robe? I don't know. It's between the green and the purple purple. for me. I don't know. What did you? You don't like the black? The pink's good too. Black? The black? Hey, wear the black. When? Black and white. WWF. I don't really remember that one. Sorry. Uh, Justin Davis says he loved the 97 Heart Foundation shirts. I don't remember those, do you? 97. Oh! I really don't. The ones where it had the skull with the, like, with the... Wings? Know, like, wings on the skull. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I yeah. know what you mean. Those were good. Yeah, those. that actually is a really good shirt. Yep. Uh, what else we got here? Is there... This is Richard Lanigan. Is there mm-hmm. any promotion or show that you haven't reviewed yet that you would like to? Mm-hmm. Promotion well, or uh, show? Um, What's the women's one? The Glow? Glow. LPWA I want to do also. Ladies Professional Wrestling Association. Yeah. I also, we haven't done Wrestling Society X. Right. Which we I think we need to do. Oh, yes. The, the MTV wrestling yes. show. Yeah. We also haven't done TNA, and that's fine. 
we have to do it at some point. We, we have do, not touched TNA can yet. Can we do the one-hour pay-per-views? From yes, like, oh from 02. Goodness, those are bad. From before they had the six-sided ring? Before they had a freaking TV show. They, every episode was on pay-per-view for like 10 bucks or something. something like that. Yeah, no, was, five bucks? It was very cheap, I just remember. Still but, yeah, not worth it. I don't know what that business model even was supposed to be, to be honest with you. It's like so poor. It was a really bad idea. Yeah. Uh, see, Eric Boyd said 92 Royal Rumble black robe. I thought he had the green robe at the 92 Rumble, actually. He did. Um, Didn't he? All I all I remember about that entrance, hey, Joe, is no, the whole black. Bobby Heenan flipping out. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Damn and, it! And, no, and then Gorilla being like, You could kiss you it goodbye, can, brain! Yeah, you could kiss it goodbye, brain. <laughs> uh, Dan Lopez is here. Now, come on, Dan, let's get a question here, buddy. He said you shouldn't touch TNA without consent. <laughs> you should pick like the no, really you. bad era. Like, what's the one where all of it? What's the one where that that lady came and she accused AJ it. Styles of something, and it's like really bad. We should do it now. It's pretty. <laughs> Isn't it better now or no, something? It, it, I don't it, want to insult you know my friend. It, she works there. Here's the thing about it now that I what from what I can tell, it just looks like every other indie promotion. Like it's there's nothing like right. I, I'm not insulting it. I'm just saying it's like it's leveled off. I guess it's. It's not the number two promotion in wrestling anymore. Let's put it that way. No, no, yeah. it isn't. WWE is because AEW is number one. Right, the the best. It, they're they're really taking our ratings right now. By the way, <laughs> Eric Boyd wants to know: Do you think that the Orient Express with Kato, that's Paul Diamond, right, was criminally underrated? No, I think everyone rated them like they're good. Oh, I don't know. I didn't honestly, Joe. Under pushed maybe until we like honestly when we were growing up. Until you mentioned, like, hey, you should really look into the Orient Express, I didn't really pay them much attention. Okay. Maybe so to, me that, to me, that is underrated because they're not really talked about at all. Now they are, I feel like, though. Yeah, nowadays, a little bit more, but I mean... That now they are, they but... They still aren't considered, like... Um, like Were they underappreciated? Yeah. Right. Like, I just no- mean that if somebody came to the WF Network, like, today, right? The, the WF Network. Right. The WE Network. Whatever it is. Network? Oh, the shit! Yeah, yeah the if somebody like if somebody like got it right, like the they wouldn't be like they wouldn't even know the Orient Express existed. They're not like prominent enough. Is my point? It's like they're very they're under not, the radar. They're not superstars, right, exactly. Hi, I'm Sean Mooney. Yeah, ask you can ask anything you want. By the way, it doesn't even have to be completely like favorite this or good that you whatever yeah. you guys want to ask. It's true. You can ask anything, but their theme is underrated. By the way, the, their theme is yeah. kick ass. But yeah. see, I first heard it as Bull Meccano's theme. Oh, that's weird. I, SummerSlam 94. because no, I first heard it at WrestleMania 6. You know, the, oh, when yeah. they throw the cocaine in Marty Gennetti's face, and he liked it. He liked it. And, yeah. <laughs> he got so excited, yeah. he ran over the guardrail. Yeah, he went to take a break. <laughs> Whatever. But that was the Sato version, which stinks ass. It does stink. It's fucking it's poor. <laughs> Sato looks like he's a thousand years old. Like, I'm like, why? He looks like an accountant without his shirt on. Like, it's very annoying. I don't like it. <laughs> it's bad. Richard Land wants to know, favorite, and he spelled it correctly this time, Coliseum Video. Ooh. Do you have one? They all blend into me, but I think, honestly, I feel like I've watched hottest matches like 1,000 times, and you know what the worst part about that is? Just I couldn't tell you one match that's on it. <laughs> Hottest like, matches? I always, I just, I always remember Mooney like sweating or whatever the whole time. Is, yeah. that, the, is that the one or yeah, is that Wrestle that's the one. Feast? No, that's the one. Like, yeah. Wrestle Fest is the one where he just says Wrestle Feast all the yeah. time. I like any. Oh, we have some appetizers for you. I also like mm. any of the ones from 1990 that involves some kind of like Dusty Rhodes, Macho Man, Sherry Sapphire. Oh, like, like every tape, right? Like, it's on like all of them, and I like every tape from that era. The other match from Hottest Matches that I always liked is um, Tito Santana versus Rick Martel. 
the big like blow off a year later and girl and bobby do commentary oh, they're it's on fun. the cover right i think so yeah okay yeah i forget the name of that one <laughs> that's you, hottest matches that is hottest yeah match. okay i like wrestlefest 91 that's the one that has the hearts versus um the lod mm-hmm. it's got a few good things i like wrestlefest 94 that's yeah is that pat patterson look how fat he got you know when this is a funny thing about coliseum video when i was first getting into wrestling I sought them out because I thought maybe there was secret good matches or something on them. There rarely but, are. Yeah, that's the thing. Is over time, I feel like I more gravitated towards which ones have the stupidest segments, oh, which ones yeah, have man. the goofiest yeah. matches possible. Like it became more of a like shit fest hunt than like trying to find something good. Smack'em Whack'em's actually got both because Smack'em Smack, Whack'em. Yes, that is a good one. That's uh, one with Gorilla with the hat. Gorilla in the hat. And, uh, you know, Brett's all like, you know, Shawn Michaels never had a ladder match. There's like 20 Brett Hart matches in a row, and it's like actually annoying. But halfway, it's- like halfway through the tape, I'm like, <laughs> can, they, can they get off the Brett matches here? Like, really? It's like but, an hour of But it's it. Brett versus Shawn in the yeah. ladder, and it's Brett versus uh, Flair for the yeah, title. Yeah, but then they, they mix in like Brett versus Skinner and shit. Kamala. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean, though? It's like, not better. It's like, you know, I fight different opponents. Or yeah, you know what I mean? Like, And though, but that tape has my all-time favorite Coliseum segment of all time yokozuna's yes. cooking for the single man that is the best the best it's, look it up and followed by i do like i saw you posted on the thing the etiquette thing i always like that one with sherry and brawler it's really that funny. one's good yeah. too and speaking of good quinn i think it's time we take a break here because the etiquette is that we should go ahead and give our fans a little bit of rest but when we come back it's going to be more of your questions here on a very special ovp live q a here from the peach uh, we'll be back right after this Right after Cops on the Saturday Night Special, Hulk Hogan teams up with Sid Justice to battle Ric Flair and The Undertaker in the ultimate tag team competition. Here we go! And Macho Man Randy Savage vows revenge on Jake the Snake Roberts when Fox presents Saturday Night's main event. Right after Cops, somebody's gonna get busted. It's WCW and WO Revenge, only on Nintendo 64. Nintendo Power says WCW and WO action is bigger than ever. Fans will eat this one up. Featuring over 60 of WCW and NWO superstars with custom finishes and trademark moves. Four-player battle royal mode with double teaming and more weapons than ever before. Get addicted. Call 1-800-WCW-8661 to order now. Also available wherever video games are sold. Revenge is just too sweet. Hi, this is Jameson. Remember me? Yeah, me neither. You're listening to Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. It's the best. And welcome back, wrestling fans, to Our Vantage Point. It's a very special OVP live Q&A here uh, as Quinn and I are on vacation here, right here on the beach, Quinn, (laughs) uh, here on Monday, October the 21st, 2019. But let's get right back to the, uh, the questions here. We got one, Quinn, from Justin Davis, and he says... Joe, what do you think WWE would have done with Bret Hart if he stayed? <laughs> well, you know, I think they would have had me. Uh, I think I would have had a good match against uh, Stone Cold WrestleMania 14. I think I would have been able to put him over there. I think we would have had a really good match. I think I, I would have liked to work with uh, Kane. I like Glenn. I thought Glenn was was really good. The good good look, you know. Yeah, I like a good look. Um, I'm all about that. Uh, I thought the the fire gimmick. You know what are you gonna do? I think mankind 
think Mankind and I had a could have had a good match. Maybe okay, Brett. Had a Hell in the Cell match where we could have, maybe I could have thrown him off the top of the cage. I think you know, I could have okay. done it. In all seriousness, Bone Brett. Street crew. Yeah, Bone Street. <laughs> okay, what? In all seriousness, Brett, what do you think really, like... <laughs> no, I'm not answering it. That's my answer. Oh, you... Okay, that's your answer? <laughs> I think they would have feuded him with Austin. That was I, what I, I heard was the plan. I personally think they would have... They were phasing him out anyway, because he was, like, remember he was feuding with, like, the Patriot and shit. Yeah, but just in the fall, I mean... Yeah, but wasn't the whole thing is that they were... He was all mad because they weren't, like... He's like, oh, I'm not the number one anymore. Like, that's, like, what... Yeah, he couldn't handle that. Well, number one, heel. Yeah, I think you would have turned face again after feuding with Austin, maybe or some know. someone like that. But I don't know. He was a big fucking heel in '97, like like hated. Yeah, but then like, Sean took that. Hated. I know he yeah. was, but then Sean kind of took that. Well, once he put the Canadian flag in his nose, then it was it, Brett seemed kind of stupid. Sean Michaels, you, he, like Sean Michaels, like made it a joke. The minute he interacted with the heart fan, I'm serious. I know, I know. Like, remember they just beat the shit out of them all the time? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Shawn Michaels, the original Canadian destroyer. Uh, anyway. That's true. <laughs> uh, Rick Kay wants to know, better jobber, Johnny Rods, Barry Horowitz, or S.D. Jones? Johnny Rods, honestly. Probably, yeah. I Barry think- Horowitz is okay, but he's not, I don't know. Like, Johnny he is Rods good. seems better to me. I don't know that Barry Horowitz, though, what what is he, your, what, he might what, be what just is, as good as Johnny Rods. Yeah, but it's a it, damn good wrestler. The thing I like about Johnny Rods is that they treat him with like some semblance of respect. You that's know what the I thing, mean? But like, is he a jobber then? Oh, he is because he never wins. That, no, that's he like wins when once in like once a year he wins like, more than Horowitz or S.D. Jones. Yeah, but they never win. That's my like, point. <laughs> I just mean that Johnny Rods wins like on a house show, like what, that nobody sees. I think he won more before what we're watching. Oh yeah, he like won in, in the seventies or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I know that. But I mean, they're all all right. Well, what makes a good jobber? In well, all seriousness, to be honest with you, a good jobber uh, can sell good. But also, yes. I do think there is something to be said. And Johnny Rods actually made me realize this. There's something to be said about a jobber that fights back but could also, you know, put over the guy, but he makes the guy who beats him look good. And I always thought Johnny Rods was very good at that. Extremely and, good. And I, I, it's a shame I didn't know as much about him until 82, and st- until we watched it, because to me, that's actually a really cool blueprint for other jobbers, and I'm surprised they didn't do it more. Yeah, I mean, Horowitz was kind of that way in the, in the 90s when he was there. S.D. Jones, similar. I think I'm going to go with you, though. Johnny Rods is yeah. the best, but Barry Horowitz is damn good. I think the problem with S.D. Jones is I feel like his losses just seem so severe. Like, it seems like he just loses, like, a lot. I know. He'll beat people, and he'll just be like, how, why? Like, why is he losing all the time? You know what I mean? <laughs> I like, know, it, I know. He's just very mysterious, like, like that. You're I don't right. know. What else do we got here? Joe Marrer wants to know, favorite song off the Piledriver soundtrack? Mine is Mean Jeans, Rock and Roll, Hoochie Coo. Uh, um, well, isn't the Slickster song in there? Is it on Piledriver? I, I think it is, is right, Jar yeah. Soul Bro? Because if it is, check that's it, I don't definitely uh, number one for me. Let me see. WWF Piledriver. Look on the... You ever hear the internet? Yeah, the internet. I'm going to look it up. It's really good. Now, this is the wrestling That's album. The, this isn't Piledriver. And that always confused me as a kid, by the way. Like, why is there two? Piledriver like, is the wrestling album, too. And yes, you're correct, Quinn. Here's what's on there. I'll run it down for you okay. guys. We got Girls and Cars. That's a Ooh. very good song. Yeah. Piledriver. Honky Tonk you Man. Like Piledriver? No, it stinks. Coco oh, it's can't so sing. Funny. He's crappy. I love oh, it. Oh, Quinn, there's too many good ones on here. Listen to this. Girls and cars. Right. Pile driver. Honky tonk man. Which one? I'm just a honky tonk man. Oh, okay, just that a one. regular one. Not It's like fucking Not Super Mario yeah, 3. It's Mario Brothers. Fucking demolition. 
Oh, Demolition's on there? Yeah. Oh, shit. And then right behind it is Jive Soul, bro. Mm. Shit, man. Are these some of the best songs ever? Jim Johnson didn't write any of these, by the way. (laughs) It's all Jimmy Hart, isn't it? And other people. Rick Derringer actually wrote Demolition, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's then to me. Then it's between the demos and um, Jive Soul Bro, one hundred percent. Stand back by Vince McMahon. Yeah, but that, <laughs> that's horrible. Is that on there just because Vince made sure it would be? Stand on back. Yeah, yeah. that one time. Fucking terrible. Uh, I would probably yeah. Same with you. Jive Soul Bro is an absolute classic. It's one of the best WF themes. Like, Ever. Period. Yep. And like, so but is the demolition, demos though. is also. And Honky Talk Man ain't no slouch either. Jake the Snake's music's not on there because that's pretty popular. It is. Yeah, I guess it doesn't have any singing in it, so that's maybe why it was true. Yeah, from it's the album, not really appealing. Like right, even for the Honky Tonk has singing in it. Yeah, yeah. Dan Lopez wants to know what if Hogan had stayed in the WWF and turned heel? When would you have done it? <sighs> would it have worked? Hogan heel WF ninety four. Bret Hart. I, hate, I, I hate to say this, Joe. And yes, what? I hate that because you might hate this. If Hogan stayed around yeah. in 96, it's quite possible they would have just done the Stone Cold double turn with him, Hulk, instead of Bret. I'm serious. Oh, not that long. I think they would have turned him heel earlier because 93 fans in WF were already... Fans in WCW were like, fuck Hulk Hogan in 94. Yeah, but it was still selling tickets, even in WCW. Even that stale act was still selling tickets. I agree, but you can sell tickets as a heel if you have a good face to work with. First of all, I think the decline would have started a little later had he stayed. Probably around 95. When it started, when he left anyway, to be... He, like, I just mean he, that if he, say he just never left, right? From no, no, poor, bad. But I think that's what this question is, right? It's if, if he just never left. Oh, that's a nightmare. Yeah, I know. He it needed is. to leave in '93. He, he was so turned, aggravating. I, I think he would have turned heel at some point, just out of necessity. You ever but, stub your toe? Uh, yeah. Imagine doing that every single time you see Hulk Hogan on the screen, and that's what it feels like. Yeah, fucking horrible. He stinks. Thunder in paradise. In 93, yeah. Hogan, he's awful. I know. Thumbs up, Hogan. Yeah, Mr. Nanny Hogan. Yeah. Dave Van Antwerp <laughs> wants to know, which 80s territory do you find the most fun to watch? Oh, man. I, I mean, a lot. Okay, Continental. So, uh, co- yeah, I was just going to say Continental, number one, definitely. NWA in general. I really, well, Crockett. Crockett. Yeah, Crockett. Specifically Crockett, 85 and 86. Yep. Excellent. That's a sweet spot for them. Yeah. Just a really good two years of wrestling right there. I got to tell you. This Luthez promotion, oh, Southwest. Like that? It, so, yeah. I, I don't know. It's pleasant. I, I, I never, I, it didn't hit me as hard as Continental and uh, Crockett's. I don't mind Bill Watts, Mid-South. I, I never liked it that much. But it's not, yeah, it's okay. I think every territory, it's like very, it's by the taste. Like, quite literally. Like, everyone likes, likes a different territory more than others. Now that we have yeah. access to all of them, I think just some appeal to what you want. Does ECW technically count as a territory? In like ninety two, okay. or 90, whenever Stately Wayne Manor was there, right? Oh, <laughs> remember well, how he Ron does a- Tron Guard edition? No, no, it's not whatever. It's no, it. Dick Graham. Dick Graham. Sorry, wrong other announcer. You know what I mean? I, that's how you. You, <laughs> you know that's what? How I mean. instead of fake Undertaker, sometimes you just say fake Crush. Yeah, it's the same thing to you. Yeah, you're just like whatever. Fake Crush. Yeah, fake Crush. <laughs> it's it's real. Braun Trogard. Trogard is good though. Yeah, I. Well, I mean, Hi, him and everybody. Dick Graham are kind of the same to me. They're very lateral. <laughs> like it's like they could replace the other it. announcer. Yeah, they could replace one another, and I really wouldn't notice. To be honest with you, remember when Stately Boyd Manor said you sounded like Urkel? Well, that was funny. I don't mean to. It's just 
Speaking, <laughs> speaking of talking high up, Gabe Tough, which is not his real name, tough. Says, <laughs> says please, Joe, please just talk like Raymond Rougeau for one minute. Okay, go ahead. We are doing a live Q&A here on YouTube, and I am still with the company in 2019 somehow. Ray, what do you think of AEW? I think professional wrestling would be great for more people to watch it if there's more competition. I think Cody Rhodes is a very good wrestler, and I wish them nothing but success. Ray, one more question. Yes. Coke or Pepsi? I like Pepsi. Of course you do. Anyway. What? What what do we got here? Richard Land wants to know okay. when you can field this one. Okay. If Andre the Giant went to the drive-through <laughs> at KFC, what would he order? Ah, uh, I have some chicken. What is that, sir? I uh, need a uh, chicken. I don't understand what you're saying, sir. There you go. Yeah, there you go, Richard. NFL Nelson. What's his name? NFL Nelson. <laughs> NF Nelson. NFL Nelson. Not Nelson. for Nelson. Not for Nelson, Chief. Seventy-eight. Should Jerry Lawler have had a run with the WWF Heavyweight Championship? No. Uh, I disagree with that. that. No, when? (laughs) When? All I want to know is when would that possibly make sense? I'll tell you when. Just because you like him doesn't mean he should have won the title. I personally have a soft spot for his feud with The Miz, like, much later. I wanted the, like, old man, like, wins it for a night thing. Like, I was really into that. And I thought The Miz did such a good job with that whole feud. Like, I really... Can someone back me up here? Yeah, like, people se- will. It's like, fine. Seriously, like that Miz versus Jerry Lawler like ladder match is like one of the highlights in like a very crappy time. Like King sells it like basically this is it. Like this is like the last chance he'll ever get. And it's just very well done. I don't know. I'm not trying to be like funny either, Joe. I know you're like no selling it, but it's like good. Paul Townsley wants to know. This is totally actual good question. How did you guys come up with the idea for the podcast? Oh, I always tell the story. Why don't you start the story this time? Okay, so for like many years, right? Like I wanted to do a podcast personally. I was a big fan of Smart Wrestling Fan and I would listen to the show and I felt like, you know, I could do this with with Joe because... We had known each other for 10 years at the time maybe. The thing was is that when we got together, we'd always really talk about wrestling anyway. Yeah. And it was convenient because we like, we shared a house, you know, Mm -hmm. like... We were lived living in, in the same house together. Lived in the same house. With other people. It just seemed like I, you had like audio equipment because you you make music in mm-hmm. your spare time and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, But like for years, you were just kind of like, I don't want to do it. Ba- basically, right? Yeah, I just didn't know. What, I was, didn't, what was your like objection to it? I don't know. I just didn't think we'd be good at it or I didn't think I'd have the time. I, I, right. I don't know what it was. For the record, Smart Wrestling Fan is a show that we don't talk about much. I was never a big, big fan. Quinn was more than me. It's still on. It's been on for 14 years. It's there- got to be the longest podcast, like one of the the longest. Like, yeah. I'm talking, it might even be longer than like Mark Marin or one of those. It's right like, up I there. I swear it's been on that long. It's right up there with Mark Marin. I think. Yeah. Seriously. It's unbelievable. It's like one of the only ones. Yeah, that's been on that long. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so Quinn was after me for years and years and years to do a show. But how did it finally come about where I decided to do one with you but basically like i was like i finally like was like i just want to do a podcast and i found a friend and he had a different idea for a podcast he's a comedian he's a comedian yeah and i i got into it for a little bit but then we were like te- i was gonna do like a test run with him and me and joe were t- t- testing the equipment because joe was gonna help us set up like mm-hmm. he was gonna the audio they were gonna use yeah. my equipment right we're just testing it out right and literally we 
I was like, Joe, let's just talk about anything for like five minutes or whatever. Lo and behold, we just ended up talking about Dino Bravo for like five minutes and how he's the worst. That's literally what it was. Right. And after that, you were like, you were pretty like convinced, like straight out after you heard that. After I heard us, I was like, you know what? We can do this. Why don't we try to start doing a show? My whole thing was, look, Quinn, if we're going to do this, mm-hmm. we have to do it in segments so it's not just one long thing. I, which I agreed with you because yep. I don't like things. I also was with you on the like it not being like seven hours long, right. which was like when we started, I swear that was like becoming like a big trend. Oh, yeah. Like was like, oh, you got to be like six hours long so that somebody has something to listen to all yeah. week. Like that was the, the approach. And we were like, why don't we do an hour? It started right. as an hour. Our first season's an hour. Yeah. Uh, and our thought was, let's not be like anyone else. Let's just talk about random, stupid shit that we remember. It wasn't supposed to be like, let's review WrestleMania, right? Which we do now, but this that was years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like at the beginning, we didn't want to be a review, right? Show. We didn't want to do things that anyone else could do. You'll notice the first ten episodes didn't have a review in them, correct? Because yeah. that that was like a conscious decision. And I think honestly, I think we caved because I just feel like we got comfortable and we felt we could like do it justice. Yeah, and we obviously have reviewed weird things most of the time. And that, and to me, that was also something that I didn't see being done was right like, was reviewing weird stuff. I saw people reviewing like I don't know things in sequential order. With Every some, raw in right, order, right? Like, and I always felt well, you're missing out on like there's so much stupid wrestling crap. Yeah. Honestly, like, <laughs> why not just review something different every single episode? It's a very good point. Yeah. So that's how we did that. Uh, but why don't we take a few seconds here and listen to some of this Dino Bravo thing? Because oh, sure. maybe some of you haven't heard it. Just play a little bit. Yeah. Don't worry about the music behind the audio it. audio quality is not as good, huh? No. So one thing I really want to know, Quinn. What is it? What are your thoughts on Dino Bravo? Uh... He's shitty. You know, like you know, you know what I don't like about him. What? He's like an earthquake, like goon. Yeah, yeah, and like, but the problem with that is, is that he like he thinks he's the like leader of the you group. Think? Yes, it, it's very obvious. Actually, <laughs> I just I didn't. He sucked in the ring. Oh, he's terrible. But I mean, it's not like earthquakes, like like great or anything. Yeah, but John Tenna, I but mean. But John Tenna's a great man. Yeah, yeah, we all love John Tenna. Yeah, but you know what? I think Dino just sucks. <laughs> and I don't I don't want to sound like shitty or all anything the way back so then. you can't yep. save this. But sound like I'm I in the toilet, Joe. We both do. He's kind of like... I don't feel like sad that he died because of the <laughs> oh, cigarettes. Yeah. Cigarettes in, yeah. in his house or something. Yeah. Montreal. Like, <laughs> I feel like that guy was shady and, you know, maybe he deserved it. Why... <laughs> there you go, folks. There's my oh, raw, man. unadulterated opinion of Dino Bravo. That is good. Me from the past. <laughs> That's really freaking funny. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let me see here. Um, Joe- Richard is asking okay. if yes. my uh, WrestleMania VHS collection is still de- deteriorating in my car, and that is a true story because, honestly, like once one tape went, I was like, this whole collection's useless. <sighs> like, Quinn. honestly. like th- Very sad. Yeah, we watched so many, we got a lot of use out of that. To oh be yeah, I, no, I, it's, and it's all digitized. It doesn't really matter anymore. It is very digitized <laughs> yeah. now. Speaking of which, when is your lease up? Isn't that lease coming up soon on your car? Oh, no, oh the car. That's uh, sometime next year. Oh, it's next year. Yeah. Damn. What are you gonna get? Do you know? I do want to get something cheaper because I'm not. I work at home. I don't want to. I don't drive as much, so it doesn't make any sense to have like a more expensive thing. Yeah. Honestly. His Tesla that he has now. Yeah, I have it. 
man, I wish I had a Tesla all in real right. life, but so you could one, drive it nowhere one day from all the uh, the winnings. Oh yeah, the winnings podcast. that we do. Yeah, uh, Joe Marrer wants to know bigger missed opportunity for a world championship: Kurt Hennig in the WF or WC, or Scott Hall in the WF or WC. Scott Hall. Scott Hall to me also had more. Perfect got his chance and he failed in WF. Like he was not so, as a world champion. I just know. I mean that they were. Yeah, Razor wasn't great either until he turned face. Right, but once Razor became like the mega face Intercontinental Champion, it only seemed logical that had he stayed, he would have been the champ at some point, right? I mean, like, could you definitely see him being the champ in like 97 or something? Yes, like 96 even, yeah, if like, he was still there. Without question, because he was just like, it always felt like he was just waiting, like at a certain point, right? Like, Yeah, like look, he, I love Kurt. And people like to say that he should have beat Hogan, and no, he shouldn't have. You don't. Warrior was the one to His beat. His charisma Hogan. didn't touch Scott Hall's, regardless of Scott Hall's like drug problems or anything. It's close, Holy but crap. yeah, I'll go with I Hall. Mean, yeah, Hall was just perfect. A better wrestler, right? It's just that it's not I, all about that. I think Hall is a very underrated wrestler. He's a well-rounded. There's a weird period of time where he puts it all together. I have to admit, he puts on like good matches in '98. Where he's like drugged out, but I don't know how he's like simultaneously being amazing. Do you remember I, that when he had like the TV title and the US title simultaneously? Kind of, yeah. He was amazing. But he's also really good in 93, 94. Right. He puts it all together there. He has some really good stuff in 93, right. 94. And I think that all came from, too, is he just in the territories forever in the 80s. Like well, he with had Scott a, Hall. I'm by, with uh, per- Mr. Perfect. Yeah, and I just mean to say is that by the time he got to the mid-90s, he was a total package, no pun intended. He was seasoned veteran? Yeah, it was just like... I always felt he could have been a world champ. In the WWF, well, and WCW, out of the two of them, mm-hmm. I think Scott Hall would have been a better champion. Yes. I like Mr. Perfect. That's not a slight towards him, but not everyone can win the freaking world title. Yeah, definitely true. That's all. I mean, I think Scott Hall would have been better. Yeah. But either one, I could see Perfect as the world champion, but... Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I just think I Scott Hall's better. Per- I mean, Perfect was a world champion. AWA, I mean, he was, yeah. I mean, most improved wrestler that year also, but (laughs) just saying. That was funny. Uh, Dave Van Antwerp. Who was the worst? (laughs) The Kiss Demon. Oh, okay. Colonel De Beers or Damian Demento. That's tough, honestly. Um, Kiss Demon, I think. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'd go with Kiss Demon, although Colonel De Beers is just... They're all bad. So fucking offensive. Like, even, like... Like, to this day, that is just, like, a cringe gimmick. Yeah. You have to admit. All of them are bad. I think the Kiss Demon is the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, the one thing that you can say about the Kiss Demon... No. It, the, the only thing, Joe, is that at least it's, like, it's so dumb that it can be, like, I don't know, lighthearted entertainment, where De Beers is just so fucking offensive. Well, his wrestling is offensive. Yeah, but I just mean the his character gut is in general offensive. is offensive. So uh, that's Softball all. Bad. Damien Demento is like nothing. So I'm not even going to comment. Even qualify like, he's for like a wrestler a jobber like once against Undertaker. <laughs> Hot match. Remember they're like all acting like everyone was waiting for this. The guy <laughs> yeah. whose head looks like he's being eaten by his clothes or whatever. You know what I'm talking what? about? Yeah, remember I we oh were talking, yeah, he has like the mouth on mouth. I know thing. what you mean. Dan Lopez should either Jim Brunzel, Brian Blair, or both be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, let's start at Jim Brunzel. Yeah, he should because he had the AWA career, high flyers with Greg Gagne, and yeah. the WWE. He was solid. He I also mean, is a jobber all the way. Like, no! That one time he's in a tag team. 
No, he was in a tag team a lot. I don't I know, I just Quinn. mean in WF, that's like the most people ever saw them. I know he was in like AWA and all that shit, but... Well, the WWE Hall of Fame is no longer just WWE. Right. I, I don't know. Do you think just... Ma- for the yeah. Bs alone, I think I, they can I, make it. Here's what I say. If Coco Beware is in... You cannot put these two in individually because no. everyone would be like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> but if you put the Killer Bs straight up... That's like, fine. I remember them. You know what I mean? You can put the Killer Bs in. I would put them in. Yeah. I'd put the Killer Bees in. They had some really good matches, you know, with especially with the Heart Foundation. If you asked Brett, he'd be like, you know, I thought we always had the right. the best match on the card. I thought that, uh, you know, a lot of people, they go to the show and they, they see, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan, what are you into it? A guy like Hulk Hogan and John Studd. It's a nice guy. But, you know, I thought most people thought, no, we had the real match. Our match, our match was the real one. So, yeah, I think they should be in. Okay. The beer snooker was fun, says Chris Markin. Okay, what is, uh, what is that in uh 1983? Because remember he like showed up as yeah. a Swedish prince or Maybe. whatever. <laughs> oh shit! Nate Paro ring skirts is here. Oh hey, and Nate. he says sorry if this was already asked, and it was Nate. But how much does this guy weigh? It was asked earlier, and, and we don't know. We don't. We or don't. Donovan's not here to answer. No. Oh, how much does that guy weigh? Uh, Richard Land. Is there anyone you want to see in the WE Hall of Fame besides Regis, Quinn? Regis. The Demolition? Yeah, definitely Demolition. That I think that's been our number one request for a while, right? Rick Model Martell, I'd say, deserves to be in. Is Hacksaw in? Yeah. Okay. I, I think he is. Yeah. Rick Model Martell, Demolition. I, yeah, and Regis. Is Bam Bam Bigelow in? I don't think so. He mm. should be in, too. Is Ray Trailer in? Bossman's in, right? I think, yeah, Bossman's in. His kid accepted it. Right, right. That. You know what the thing I have to say about the Hall of Fame, to be honest with you? I feel like they're running out of people. <laughs> I think the only people that aren't in that should be are people they have issues with, like Owen Owen Hart. Right. Well, that's they don't have an issue with Owen Hart. They have an issue they have with an Martha issue Hart. With I know. Martha Hart, yes. But Owen Hart's another one. Is Davy Boy Smith in? Is not, right? British Bulldog? Are we sure about that? No, maybe he is. Yeah. Well, know. his son could definitely accept because he's an actual wrestler. And he True. follows us, by the way. And that was very nice of him. He does, yes. Is there some kind of, like, moratorium on allowing any hearts in anymore or something? I don't think so. And also, wasn't the Heart Foundation faction put in the Hall of Fame? The team. Oh, just the but team. remember everyone, like, got confused. And they're like, why isn't Brian Pillman in? It was confusing. But it was the team they yeah. were inducting. The reason, I think, Joe, the reason for most people as to why it was confusing has to do with the fact that like in that I think in the same year like all of DX was in or something and you were like why are there- except Rude remember because Rude's already in but right. he didn't go in as a member of DX it's getting like which is okay yeah uh, Bulldog's the- apparently not in we're okay, being told definitely the British then he Bulldog, should be in as well question. who yeah. else is there Tito Santana's in uh, all those mid carters from like the eighties are in like Ricky Valentine boats in right yeah Morocco they're all in Piper all- Bob Orton I think is in any uh, NWA people we should be aware of that are not in Ron Garvin. He sucks. Jimmy Garvin. Jimmy Garvin's good. I like Jimmy Garvin. I Jimmy Garvin's actually Terry really Garvin. good. You know who I bet you they're putting in? What's the guy that not Austin Idol, the other one that's like him? Adrian Street. Adrian Street. They just did a special. Yeah, about he him, should go like in. a one hour special about him, which leads me to believe like he's definitely in the lineup this year. <laughs> like, point. like uh, he, without question, he's got, he's because he's working with them in the PC. Right. Now. That's like why they're putting him in. The Rock's not in. Someone just said Santiago Villalobos is here, and he said, uh, "The Rock's not in." So, may I ask about the Rock? Is always an interesting one to he me. He should go in, though. No, Quinn. well, only because like he's he's definitely going to be in. It's just my question is is 
Do they not put him in because the Rock himself personally feels he can still step in the ring? Is yeah, that but like, even so, I mean, like, is that that can't cancel you out from being in the Hall of Fame? I, I'm saying he might reject being in. Like, <laughs> maybe they, they might have offered him many years ago at this point, and he's just like, no, in case I wrestle, you know, because he always thinks he's like super in shape and shit. He is. Yeah, I'm not Steroids saying he will do that. Yeah, Nasty Boys. Justin Davis says, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is Earthquake in? I think Tent he should in. be in if he's not. John Tent is definitely in, isn't he? I would he? hope so. I thought when he passed away, they put him in. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. I really don't. It's hard to keep track now. Um, let's do another question here. Rick Kay wants to know again, better valet for the Macho Man, Elizabeth or Sherry? This is so hard for me because I like them in different ways. Here's the thing. When Macho was a heel, Sherry is just like the best thing ever. Yeah, Elizabeth doesn't really add much to him when but he's a heel. On the other hand, Except you could say she is that cheered. the other hand you could say yes that it enhanced the Macho Man because the Macho Man the whole time is like, "Don't look at her, look at me." Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and he's jealous of her and stuff. I don't know. It's so like, I guess it helped, right? To me, the whole thing is honestly the way it all played out is one of the like best wrestling stories arcs of the entire eighties. Like, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like an apples and oranges thing because you can't like really you, have one without the other, right? You you need Miss Elizabeth in the heel, which is role, not apples and oranges in the but... <laughs> heel role initially, <laughs> right? Then with him as a face, and then when he turns back heel, you need him to dump her so he to, has like, someone else to right. encourage his asshole and also behavior. so that when he turns face again, Miss Elizabeth is like it that's all, the like, whole loop is that she throws Sherry out of the ring which is almost symbolic right right and also sherry's like beating him up well yeah but i'm yeah. saying but then she tosses her and she's like i'm here now right get out of here and remember the reps are holding it dave sure. hebner yeah they're like ah! and then gorilla lying like i think the referee just told savage yeah. that it was sherry beating him up and also gorilla she's despicable <laughs> uh the answer though who's better like more talented is obviously sherry yeah, but, but for the Macho Man, they both served like a specific purpose. So. I also think that Sherry needed to be more talented because she had to like do more. Yeah, and she did. Because I mean, the Macho was, was develop, more developed character at that point. Well, it and, was like, before there was a far more active Miss Elizabeth right. anyway. Well, I mean, once she got active, should, she, Ro- <laughs> should Rona Barrett be in the Hall of Fame? Stop. <laughs> Miss Elizabeth, you're far more active. In the world wrestling, Federation. your fans are really so disappointed. Yeah. Well, thank you, Rona. I don't care though. Cowboy Elizabeth, remember the Cowboy outfit. Elizabeth, <laughs> Sam Houston Elizabeth. Yeah. Justin Davis thinks that Barry Windham should be in the WF Hall of Fame. I agree because again, it's not just WF anymore. I agree. I mean, Midnight WF fans might yep. be confused when they see the stalker in the Hall of Fame. Though. Yeah, but he was in the US Express too when they were over. That's true. And the new Blackjacks. nobody ever remembers that. By the way, I know they were huge. They used Real American before anybody. It's true. Uh, let's see. Justin Davis says, you guys should do a manager's royal rankings. Mm. Are there 10 real... That's the problem. Here's the thing to think of. You guys are the ones that vote. Are there 20? Are there enough yeah. to do that? If there are, then fine. Right. I'm game. I'll do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, let's see. Better Midnight Express, Bobby Eaton and Dennis Condry, or Ooh. Eaton and Stan Lane. Fuck, I, that's hard, but I like Lane. I like the Lane version I better. I too. As much as like... That's Richard, you know what the funniest the part is? I always want to be the Dennis Condry kind of guy. To be like, I'm old oh, school. Yeah, but it's like every time I watch him, I'm like, eh. He's good. <laughs> Stan Lane's a little more peppy. I always like that Condry has that thing around his... <laughs> yeah, and he's a little fatter. Yeah. He doesn't look as good. Yeah. 
Bobby he makes Eaton Bobby, looks, He makes Bobby Eaton look good. <laughs> yeah, and Bobby Eaton certainly doesn't look good. Yeah, um, yeah. I like the I like the Eaton and Lane version. What is the story? Cornette always tells is like Dennis Connor just stopped showing up once. He's day. like, I'll see you later, and he yeah, never did. Just like for like a year. Remember, he came back like once or something. Bought a laundry mat or something. I don't know what he did. Like you know what George it, Jefferson. Yeah, I just figured like, oh, he just got like he bought a like a used car dealership and just like it's like fuck this wrestling stuff. You've watched the Jeffersons, right? I have. I'm not as big a fan of the Jeffersons as I am, like, all in the family well, or whatever. No one is. At least in the canon. But remember how his neighbor's, like, Andre the Giant or something? Wait, what? <laughs> What's the guy's name? Oh, you mean the tall guy? <laughs> yeah, he's like Andre the Giant. Hi, how are you? Yeah. Huh? Ta-ta for now. Dan Lopez, was it ever determined if mine was George Steele's kid? <sighs> no. Mine? Remember the puppet? Oh. Remember George Steele had the puppet? Remember yeah. in like 88 when he was just aggravating and he was yes. eating the ice cream and not getting in battle royals? The puppet thing, Joe, was that... Did that have anything to do with that that stuffed monkey? Is that what you guys are talking about? It's not a monkey, it's mine. Oh. Oh, sorry. The Midnight Expre- Express question, by the way, that was not Richard Land. It was BK. Burger King. Bur- the Burger King himself. Uh, did Rich- we have an absentee question, by the way, before we forget? Oh, shit. Yeah, you know what? There are let's some. Get Let me- that, let's get that in first. Yes, and Bentley was the guy's name on the Jeffersons, I'm being told. Bentley. Bentley. Yes. Uh, Richard Land wants to know, and you're doing this, Quinn, I'm not. Can you do your best Doc Chin pose like in the picture on the wall, please? Another visual joke. Real good. Dick Hendrix. Really good. Well, we've got King Mabel. He's going to be so, challenging got Diesel. of his chin, Joe. He's so horrible. That's one of my, long, one of my all-time absolute favorite things that you ever said, by yeah. the way, was he's got a picture of his chin all high up. Yeah, I think I, I have that. Hang really, on. Oh, you have it, like, saved off? Yeah, hang on here. Why? <laughs> you don't need to worry about it. Here, let's listen to it for everyone. Episode 87. Doc's good. Doc sucks. He's good. No, what is your defense of Doc? How can you defend him? He brought us the moment when I fell off the couch laughing at him the other week. Yeah, he's not someone you ever laughed with. You're right. He's terrible. What am I talking about? How are you defending him? He's awful. You're all I remember about it. Okay, here's another memory. The fact that he's so bad that he dances to that music every week where it's like, and he's always like dancing to it and Remember, like, on Action Zone being absolutely intolerable every week. You're absolutely like, right. Like, dancing at the glass table. Like, he's, like, egging Pettengill on to be dumber. Like, the well, whole... It's true. We've got King Mabel coming up. Oh, the Todster here. With you. You're right. What am I doing? Doc Henders is number what four. What is your life right know. now that you're defending Doc? He had a picture of his chin in the event center with, like, cardboard cutouts of wrestlers it was all bad <laughs> okay there it is uh, picture of his chin so <laughs> anyway uh let's get back here to bentley uh which wcw pay-per-view justin davis s do you wish wwe would bring back which wcw halloween <laughs> havoc 100 percent. like yeah, wouldn't that even, be better for october i'm not even kidding that would be more interesting like <laughs> yeah because when we started to get to like all these 
if you're gonna hell, have, you just had hell in the cell if this you're month. gonna have dumb pay-per-views you might as well have the dumbest pay-per-view go as dumb as you can right and right? then everyone will be all forgiving of it too they'll be like oh what stupid bullshit are they gonna do for Hall? like honestly it would give them a break for a month <laughs> you know it's true <laughs> it's like basically it's like who can think of the worst shit right like, <laughs> it's halloween havoc time that's right I, uh, I i would actually like that there would be like a pay-per-view where you would like concentrate the worst wrestle crap possible. I'm fine with it. Like, that is a great idea. Not everything has to be the best thing you've ever seen yeah. in your life. Right, exactly. I don't and know that's where that started from. That, and I feel like WCW actually accepted that. They, like, well, embraced... Well, they had no choice sometimes. Yeah, they didn't, but at the same time, they also embraced it with Halloween Havoc because, so. like, that is the only time where, like, the Yeti would come out for, like, a day and you'd never see him again and then he would be a ninja. It's the Yeti, Quinn. Yeah, he's not and, even a Yeti. And then he was Reese. Eric Boyd, Quinn, wants to know. Right. With a different gimmick, could Adam Bomb, Brian Clark, have been better? No. <laughs> yeah, he did have a different gimmick. He was, he was James Rath. Vanderbeek or yeah. whatever. Vandenberg. Uh, Vandenberg. He was on Dawson's yes. Creek. Yeah. And, and he, he didn't want to wait for sucked. his life to be over. Yeah. He just wasn't a very good wrestler. I mean, Didn't he also come back at one point, too, and he was like NWO related? Or am I thinking of Brian Adams or somebody? <laughs> fake, fake, fake crush. Fake crush. <laughs> Brian Adams was in the NWO. But what you're thinking of is <laughs> Brian Adams and Brian Clark teamed up to become Chronic. Oh, yes. And Chronic even Too made much it. Brian and yeah, that A lot team. of Brian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Chronically Brian. And they That's even, a great name. Chronically Brian. Chronically Brian. They even made it to the WWF, Quinn. Mm-hmm. You know who they fought? Ooh. Undertaker and Kane. And who do you think won? <laughs> Undertaker and Kane. Yeah. You know why? Because Chronic stunk. Yeah, they could have been the dual fake Undertakers. <laughs> uh, Justin Davis wants them to bring... This says they could bring the Yeti back. They could, but they shouldn't. I mean, if they ever did Halloween Havoc again, they would have to, right? I mean, just out of, like, tradition. Yes. <laughs> like, he just... Oh, at the end or something, he just, like, comes out, does nothing, and leaves, and yeah. you never see him again. <laughs> This briefcase question here, uh, oh. who raised a br- who raised the briefcase on Stone Cold at King of the Rain 99? Okay, I love this whole thing. It's still one of my favorite, like... Wasn't it in postscript? Wasn't it confirmed it was Big Boss Man? Is that true? Yeah, I think it was. I've always wondered. I swear, I thought it was. All I know is that that match is very underrated. It is, like, seriously, like, go... Have you, when was the last time you saw it? Because it's actually amazing. No, it's not. Come on, Quinn. It's, it can't during, be. it's during the period when, like, Vince just will practically kill himself. Period. Like, and it's just amazing. Yeah, I know. Like, it, I know to entertain himself for the fans. Yeah, and and Austin really like goes hard in that match, and and Shane's great too. Like, seriously, like it's not bad. I think it's like an underrated match of the Attitude Era. Is all I'm saying. It probably is. You're probably right. Yeah, because in '99, if you were between the ages of oh, twelve to 29, 32. You probably didn't care about the wrestling. No, I wanted you know to know who I mean? was going to own WF. Yeah, yeah like, it was uh, like Vince Russo. I, you can hate him. Guys, Listen, believe it or not. You're allowed to hate him. Yeah, believe it or not. I was on the edge of my seat yeah. during that match. Like, I really thought like Vince McMahon was going to lose control for good. He had some wacky ass shit going on that for me at age 13, I couldn't help but be absorbed right. in. Uh, but I also have a great question here from Ring Skirts, Nate Paro. Which, by the way, Nate, again, thank you for our wonderful turnbuckle pads oh, yeah, the, here. The turnbuckles. I have a WF one, and Quinn, what do you have? Everlast. <laughs> <laughs> but he also uh, wants to know, Quinn, I'm assuming this is for you. Okay. Is there any uh, truth to the rumor that you're going to be Rain Hat for Halloween? Ooh, that's a great costume, actually. 
But imagine going to a Halloween party and everyone's like, what even? Why are you wearing a rain hat? What What are you? Where did you get a rain hat? Like non-wrestling fans, because like, I mean, of our friends, we don't you? really know like many. Yeah, I know. You know what I just mean? what, what are you? Like what even, what are you? What are you? Rain hat is a great Halloween. <laughs> it's actually, you go as the lady in the blue dress. No. Maybe their shoes are too tight. <sighs> Justin Davis wants to know, what do you think about a Piper Flair feud in 92 and Piper getting a title run? No. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I Sorry. I mean, they had a few. Piper doesn't need a they, title. They right? a he has the IC. What do you give him the world title? No, also, but Piper and Flair had a house show feud in '91, and it was good. Yeah, it and was that's fine. all they needed to have. By the way, I was just—you were talking about like Halloween costumes or whatever. Yeah, what are you gonna I be? I was just thinking, Vane like, Lady. No, no, no. But no, I was. It's Damian in that vein. Demento. It's in that vein. No, not me. Damian I was thinking Damian like Damian. if they ever did Halloween Havoc pay per view, like which wrestlers would dress like dress up as the most clever Halloween costumes and I was just thinking like Peyton Royce and uh, Billy Kay would dress up as Vane Lady and the lady in the blue dress and like nobody would get it. Why like, specifically would, those two? Just because the they would. Yeah like and it's like the stupid like I'm just thinking the wrestlers who would like know things to that would yeah. like, be like very weird. And, and you know what they would do? They'd pay Santino to come in for a one shot and put a yellow rain hat on. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd be like I th- you yeah. know what I mean? It'd be amazing if they actually did that. <laughs> Dave Van Antwerp wants to know, <laughs> was Billy Jack Haynes ever good? I've watched some of his stuff outside of the WF. No. Dave. <laughs> no, just no. Well, Van Antwerp says he's watched some of his non-WF stuff, which must be Portland, because he had a but jacket that said Portland. But Yeah. It's true. Some of us do. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> if you're Italian, you have oregano on your butt. Does he say, but Oregon? Yeah, with the finger in yeah. the air like that. Yeah. But Oregon, yeah, I don't know. I only saw him in WF, and he's not good there. That's yeah. all I know. All he's he does poop- is feud with Hercules. He's poopy. I just when Hercules makes you look <laughs> like when Hercules is better. Yeah, you got Seriously. fucking problems. Well, they're both good at punching. So that's true. And they, they, look at that boxer. The problem is, is Hercules came from the past, so he he's oh, very yeah. experienced. And and his last name's Hernandez. Yeah, Eric Boyd. What was worse, Tatanka and Luger? Or Ronnie Garvin, Dino Bravo, WrestleMania 5. Tatanka and Luger win. SummerSlam 94? What was the other one? Ronnie Garvin versus who? Bravo. That's fine. I mean, it's like a three-minute match, isn't it? Yeah, but the Tatanka-Luger is like so Way too long. Yeah, it's like a million years long. But there's depth to it. I would actually say technically uh, the Tatanka-Luger is worse because its shittiness just extended. You know what I mean? I guess. It, it's just so... Yeah, I guess so. I it, guess it's, so. It's stupid, like, stamp of shit is over everything we watch from that period of time for, like, a long time. It is, like, a really... For how bad it's like it was, it's, it's, like, seven or eight months. It's yeah, way too yeah, long. It's crazy. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Bravo Garvin's a one-off. How do I, How do anytime we do anything where we, like... To talk, talk comes it up. fucking comes up every... That stupid feud. You brought that up in, like, the first episode. I did. NFL Nelson, or whatever his name is, what did you think of Man Mountain Rock and that guitar of his? I love the guitar. As a kid, I was let's see, he was early ninety five, so I, I was nine. Him. I was I was I, I thought didn't he was, hate him. I thought he was oh, fine. Really? As a kid I thought he was lame, but I again it was one of my like my dad thought it was really funny. So, like, <laughs> Mike, I was, look like, at that. Oh like and then I kinda thought about it for a second after he said that and I was like, Oh, that is pretty funny actually. Now you've seen some of his work as Max Payne, right? In WCW. A little bit, yeah. He's, Wasn't he tag team with mankind or whatever? Yeah. Tag yeah. Jack. Much better. Uh let's see. Justin Davis. You guys ever thought about doing some more match watch-alongs on Patreon? I don't know. Are you a patron? <laughs> yeah, we've thought of it, but... We, yeah, we, we, we would 
eventually we've talked about yeah. like maybe stopping at a certain point and doing every raw doing every raw or oh, I mean, there's, there's always something else we can do too. Yeah. you never know so yes the answer is yes we've thought of it yeah uh, richard land helpfully says here parlez-vous scrambled eggs grandma it's a good question thank you uh, honestly <laughs> then dan lopez chiming in with remember when kempatera and billy jerk haynes were a tag team because they both did the full nelson Yes, I yeah, don't. it's real. It's was real. that like near the end of Billy Jerk? Yeah, it had to be. It was right? like late like, eighty seven. I don't even early remember that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Justin Davis. He means like the oh the commentaries the commentaries. He oh, means. oh 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 like, the commentaries. So ha- that I haven't thought of so doing. The commentary again. was kind of an experiment. Honestly, it was like we didn't know if we could do something where the wrestling was on the screen was kind of that i think that was really right. what it was about was like we didn't want to step on any toes or anything um that's why we did the commentary separately from eventually we just said screw it let's just like watch something yeah we did like a dozen commentaries um that was the first two dollar tier on our patreon right if you are a patron now and you haven't listened to them check them out they're there yeah they're, you, they're there forever if you want to become a patron $2 level, you'll not only get all the raw video that we do, but you'll get all of these commentaries. Right, right. If there were demand, we would do them, but I don't think there are. Yeah. And the other thing, though, Quinn, is that in order to do the bi-weekly 83s, we stopped doing the commentaries. Yes, that's actually what happened. The 83, well, the 82 83, at the time, was yeah, monthly. That was the replacement. Right. And then we just straight up just did it bi-weekly, because it was like, we're going to be in 1982 for like 10 years. Yeah, if we do, if we do them once a month. Yeah. And people really like the 82s, and because of Tony Legdade Chiricetti, we started releasing the 82s in audio. Yeah, which it's just straight up a rip of the audio. It's all but it is. Yeah. So, the answer is no, we haven't thought about doing more commentaries, but I guess if there was a lot of demand, we would. Right. Oh, Justin Davis is a $5 patron. Well, thank you. Thank Appreciate you. that. Yeah. Uh, Russell Fest. Uh, next month will be SummerSlam 88, <laughs> which will yeah. be fun. Uh, Eric Boy wants to know, what was your favorite Eddie Guerrero match? Oh, man. I mean, a lot. I'm, I'm a big fan of the one against Dean Malenko, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And um, I forget, it's at some 96 paper. Halloween Havoc. It's like the opening match. I think, yeah. It's really good. That's really good. That's probably his one of his best ones. Personally, I really love his match against Kurt Angle. Oh, you do? At WrestleMania. Oh, that's interesting. I, it's I, really good. Oh, no, it's good. But I, I just mean he was like just always really good at that point. So that match just like mixes into the... And beating fray. Brock. Yeah, with the shoe or whatever. <laughs> no, that's Angle with the shoe, with the boot. Oh, it's Angle with the shoe. That's Sorry. why I love the yeah. finish on that. Yeah. But beating Brock, obviously, and winning the title was a big deal in February of 04. Right. I, you know, to me personally, I he was more WCW to me than he was Same. WF Same. Ever. Yeah, the Malenko match is killer. Really, really. I even like when he was like U.S. champion and he fought Ric Flair and With shit. The fluffy mustache. Yeah, but he still was good. Like that no, was, he was a, great. Eddie yeah, was great. no, it wasn't like he was bad. You know, and when he turned heel and he had the greasy hair, that's <laughs> when he like really. I was like, this guy's awesome. Like, oh, the greasy mullet. And he had the. He took the. He didn't have the strappies anymore. Yeah, and the mustache was wet. Yeah, it was excellent. Wet mustache. Wet mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Boyd says the uh, JBL bull rope match. I vaguely remember that. What is that like? Oh three SmackDown he, he or something? Oh four. No, yeah, it's it's a pay per view. I think. Oh, it is. But it's like it's something where he like cheats at the end. I forget how. I Honestly, like here's the thing. And I, I, I don't like to admit this, but it's true. What? Like, when he went on his WF title run, yeah. I only used to watch Raw back then, because I was like, I'm not watching SmackDown. It's like B-tier. Well, same here, even though SmackDown was good. Like, I would, my only exposure to Eddie was when he'd appear on the cross-branded pay-per-views, like WrestleMania right. and stuff. 
Right, I got you. Uh, if there's any more questions, get them here, folks, because we're going to be wrapping up shortly. So if there's anything you've wanted to ask us, like why does Quinn like Coke instead of Pepsi, you know, just ask the questions now. Did we now. do the absentee questions yet? Oh, Ryan Schmuck, we have one here. Okay. Ryan Schmucker wants to know, have you ever thought of doing a Rushmore in Death Valley of Coliseum video segments? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there have been some good ones and some stinkers. Yes. There's plenty of them. The aforementioned Yokozuna cooking for the single man would definitely be on my Rushmore. Definitely the etiquette thing. Um, Berserker party planning is also, funny. to be honest with you, I really enjoy anything where it's like a continuous segment through the whole thing. Like, for example, like Lordship on a train and let's go on the WF Express. And <laughs> yeah. he's like, he's very like, it's very um, common. I ought to do that. Yeah, it's about, not even like, wrestling at that not, point. It has nothing to do with it. It's just a matter of like, I just have good memories of turning those tapes on at it's like so really pleasant. late hours. And like, it's like, welcome to the World Wrestling Federation Express. Now it's time for Earthquake versus some idiot. Like, and you know what I mean? Like, some, <laughs> some prot. Yeah. I think that Lordship, in all seriousness, you could hate him if you want. He is so calming. Yeah. And soothing. There is something. I mean it, too. I'm not even being funny. Like, yeah. if you're, like, a kid or even, like, 34 and you just are in a bad mood or you just want to, like, just it's calm true. down and watch some wrestling, that's where, like, Mooney and Hayes are top-notch. The only thing that's a shame on those WF networks, especially, like, with Lord, part of the charm of the Lord thing is that also that, like, is, like, playing behind him as he's talking and you can't... that They don't even... Yeah, it's like... Horrible. It's so bad. The dub is bad, yeah. I don't know. What is that music? I don't know. We have a few more questions here. Justin Davis says again, Sean Mooney for the Hall of Fame? No. Why not? I don't know, because they barely let any announcers in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, just Jr. King and Gene Okerlund. Yeah. Gorilla. I feel like for once the Hall of Fame has been selective about announcers. <laughs> like it's well, the there aren't one, that many good ones. Yeah, it's the one thing that's actually prestigious. Yeah, but Sean Moo, I mean, you gotta put him in. He is good. He was. Yeah. He was good. Is he better than Greg he's DeGeorge? The, he's the best boy. He is. He's yeah. better than Greg. Yeah. 100% better than Greg. We know his name is Craig, but Gorilla called him Greg. I, that's <laughs> why we call him that. Yeah. What about um, this one? Heart Foundation or British Bulldogs? Who's the best? Well, the British Bulldogs is the best whether he wants to or not. The Bulldogs are pro. Yeah, that is like, they're very equal. Ooh. Like, very well, heart, la- very lateral. The Heart Farts only teamed in WF. <laughs> that's The true. Bulldogs teamed in Japan. So here's the thing. They're probably a better team, but I like the Heart Foundation more. I think so. the Heart Farts had definitely like more I don't know how to put it. It's just like there. It was like a longer period of time, so I think that's why people like the heart farts better than the bulldogs. You know, I really liked working with the British Bulldogs. We did a lot of matches on the house shows at Madison Square Garden. I remember one time we did a draw, and a lot of people came up to me with tears in their eyes, and they said <laughs> that we loved your match. Uh, I said to Tom, you know how great it was that we got, you know, all got to work together. My dad was very happy about it. You know, Vince. Uh, bought the company uh, <laughs> yeah, still made like sure sad. that we had to come in so I thought you know we could make my dad proud and remember remember my uh, my my brother Bruce tried to get into the company and you I know, thought Bruce sucked he was a fucking asshole what you know what he always does anytime he anytime Don and my kid comes up he always is like well you know uh, Don and my kid 
you know, he's the best wrestler. I, I personally think so. Uh, better than Daniel Bryan. He does. He d- like every like every time. He does always say that Dynamite's his favorite. Right. Brett does praise people. It's just that we always focus on. Yeah, but it's all, the also the things. same six people like over and over again. So same with us. Yeah, that's true. I'm supposed to like everybody. Yeah. Do you? I, I just do you like, like everybody? Do you think Brett has a favorite wrestler who's like now wrestling? He's always said Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. He liked John Cena. Yep. He likes people. He likes anybody we like. He's also always liked Shawn Michaels. That's true. as a wrestler. He's yeah. always been like Shawn's. You know, Shawn's really good. Yeah. Undertaker. Anyway. What else we got here I, before I we wrap it up? Okay, just a couple more. Would you consider Rick K says? Yeah, doing a look back at Tuesday Night Titans. So we did an episode. We it did hurt. We reviewed one, and it was absolutely hideous. It's one of the worst fucking things ever. Like you could go find it. It's it's on some episode. Now that was the you know, Mean Gene one though from eighty six. Do you know what number it is? No, but it's the one where Adrian Adonis did a fashion yes. show. There's also like a belly dancer. It was really it's shitty, really bad. But maybe some of the Vic McMahon ones are pretty good. I don't, I don't want to find out. It was, <laughs> that was one. That was one of the most painful things to review. I remember that. That's you're right, Quinn. Yep. Uh, Nate Paro Ringskirts wants to know. This I, is the last question, right? Is it? No, we have a few more. Oh, we do. Yeah, we have a couple more. Okay. okay. Oh, well, maybe it is. Yeah, I thought this is it. This is the last one. Excuse me. You're yeah. right. I need to know. Nate says. Okay. Very important to end it here. Kimchi and Friday are they the same person? Did he change his name, or are they each other's uncles? Uh, they are not the same person. Isn't so he one of them, Danny Davis or something. Or I don't know who Friday is. Yeah, I've Kimchi heard. is is um Steve Lombardi, right? Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, is you this about know, Doink? Yeah, you may know him as the Brooklyn Brawler. You might MVP. Yeah. Abe Knuckleball Schwartz. Was Friday different? Yeah, I'm not really well versed in this. They have a similar hat, but Friday's thinner. Um. Richard Lionel Why do they a, have different names? I don't know. Stupid. Why is his name Friday? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Stupid name. Richard Lionel wants to mention, those house shows with Gorilla and Lord are so good to have on in the background just for the commentary and all the crap matches. You're yes, right, Richard. 100%. Like 86 MSG, if you turn that on with Gorilla and Lord and, oh, your lordship, we're here. Oh, you're so right, yeah. Gorilla. We see Nick Kaninsky here. You know? I, anytime he says, oh, you're so right, is like the greatest shit. Like I, You're so right. I, it just warms my heart. Like, Says Nick Kaninsky. We see uh, Mr. Electricity, Steve Regal. I also like when he's on just prime time randomly. Lord? Or, yeah. He's like, so good. Like on, on some random shit match from a house show somewhere. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. The only time I don't like him is when he was dressed like, um, what's that fucking movie? Oh, you mean when he was a pirate or yeah, whatever when he was at that time? From, from Phoebe a- Cates. A- what's it called? Phoebe, the Phoebe Cates movie. Phoebe Cates. She shows your boobs in the movie. Oh, oh, Fast Times at Ridgemont. Thank you. Oh, right. He's got the Fast Times at Ridgemont High pirate. Am I 60? I can't think of that. Well, she shows a breast in the movie there. Brazier. (laughs) Got the A, the B, the C, and the D. That's the biggest. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) thank you guys for being with us here. What a way to go out. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, we appreciate all you guys that are watching, listening to OVP in any way, shape, or form. What I mean by that is... We have our weekly Monday audio show, which maybe this is the first thing you're listening to ever of us. Every single Monday, Quinn and I release a brand new audio show. Mm -hmm. This week, we happen to be on the beach. We're just, yeah. We're we're vacationing. We're always on the beach. Not really. We're having some pinky shrimps. Yep. Down in Long Beach Island. That's in the the winter here. That's definitely where we are here in the fall. Yeah. Uh, But in all seriousness, we have a YouTube channel, our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast, where we do some uh, 
retro rewinds basically we're releasing the old 82 reviews right you can go through 82 with us every other week exactly just like when the new ones come out yep we're when releasing the old ones new one comes out an old one comes out exactly. simultaneous release exactly uh, and we have our patreon patreon.com slash ovp podcast for all of the new uh, extra content and by that we mean the live uh watch alongs with 83 right now the monthly pay-per-view reviews, which have been a big hit since we started right. doing them this year. Got Survivor or SummerSlam coming up next month for November. Summerfest. Summerfest. Super Slam is yeah. coming out uh, <laughs> in November. Survivor Series in December. And, of course, we have our Twitter, at OVP Podcast, where we have a ton of fun, random, and historic uh, retro wrestling video clips. But thank you guys so much for being with us. Whatever capacity that is, we appreciate you here three years into doing this. Yeah, thanks for everything. Thanks for coming to the Q&A. Yes. Thanks for being a patron. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, thank you for being a friend. Thanks, Blanche. Thank you very much, Blanche and Rose and Sophia and Dorothy, of course. So until next time, follow that yellow brick road to our next episode. It'll be episode number 151 next week, which will be Monday the 28th. Until that time, I am Joe Morata. That is Michael Quinn. And we're out of here. See ya. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Sugar Daddy. Some things never change. Sugar Daddy has the flavor which lasts a lifetime. For fast relief of acid indigestion, use 1,000 milligram strong extra strength Rolaids, the only antacid in an assortment of mint flavors. Yipe Stripes, Fruit Stripe Gum, four fruity juicy flavors. Share, dare, chew it, blow it. It's Yipe Stripes, Fruit Stripes Regular, and Bubble Gum. New World Wrestling Federation Superstars Cookies from Salerno. Great tasting cookies in 10 fun to eat WWF wrestling shapes. Introducing new sugar-free dentine. The sugar-free gum made to make your breath beautiful. You may choose an Armitron watch for superb quality, design and value. H2O, a watch by Armitron. The hottest fashion look for your wrist, Armitron. Clorets, fast-acting, breath-freshening gums and mints. Only Clorets has Actazole with chlorophyll. It gets rid of bad breath fast. Introducing Chauvin Musk Actives from the creators of America's Most Preferred Musk. A complete line of aftershaves and deodorants for the man on the go. Chauvin Musk Actives for every... Will you stop? stop, 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 stop.